Moot Reflections, Deepening a Christian Spirituality for Today. This last in our series of Advent podcasts is a reflection on joy. Our Advent text accompanying the art this week is the story in Luke's Gospel of the announcement made by angels to the shepherds of news of a great joy for all people. A great joy for all. And I want to start with a quote from an article I read recently called Fear of Flying in Adbusters. A Christian missionary in Thailand once told me that Buddhists don't hear what you say, they hear what you do. The villagers observed him and his family closely, how they treated each other, noting expressions of love, equality, respect, humility and modesty. The most important quality of all to them, he said, was whether he had a spiritual revelation manifest in an outpouring of personal joy. This caused great concern to his colleagues, and despite several years of effort, they converted no one. He and his missionary friends were gloomy and homesick. They offered a new system to the Thai villagers, but not a new way of being. And these words stood out as I reflected that this is what we're being called to, to go beyond just a system of thinking to embody a new way of being. And one of the key markers of the Christian way of being is joy. But as these missionaries in Thailand painfully experience, joy cannot be manufactured. You can't pretend joy. Joy is an authenticating stamp of the spiritual revelation we carry within us, the light inside us, and it can't be faked. The inauguration of Jesus' life is marked by a response of intense joy. Elizabeth cries out and the baby leaps in her womb for joy. And the joy in Mary's soul pours out in the words of the Magnificat. The Magi from the East rejoice exceedingly with great joy when they see the sign of the star. In his adult ministry, Jesus told a parable depicting entrance into the kingdom of God to be motivated by this intense joy. The man who finds the treasure hidden in the field has such joy that he sells all he has so he can purchase the field that contains the treasure. And Jesus' words to his disciples at the Last Supper, recorded by John, reflect this desire that joy should be a hallmark of the disciples. That my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. That after experiencing intense sorrow at his death, they will experience an intense joy at his resurrection, a joy that no one could take from them. So this Advent, let us reflect on the presence or absence of joy in our lives. Joy can be the most elusive of the fruits of the Spirit the most easily lost or stolen from us. Joy is in short supply in our advanced capitalist societies in the West, where we tend to live on the surface of our lives and seem to have lost the art of going deeper, of going beneath the superficial, beyond the demands of what is immediately apparent. Joy comes from a deep well within, 
we need to excavate down to find it. One of the greatest ways modern life robs us of joy is worry, fear and anxiety for the future. We find it so difficult to receive each day as given, as gift. To live from gratitude and a profound sense of gift is a mindset that, that, a mindset that has become foreign to us. But when life is no longer a gift, we no longer find the joy hidden within each day. Jesus taught that it was this posture of living in the day and trusting in our Heavenly Father for our needs that is what distinguishes us from the pagan nations. He says, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own, and I would want to add enough joy of its own. We can spend our lives living in future trouble and joys rather than living in what is in this moment in the present. I'm going to read a section from Simon Walker's book The Undefended Life on this very this very teaching. Each day has trouble enough of its own. Each day has its own work to be done in it. There is a kind of activity that is fitting for the day, for the moment, for the season, for the year, for the stage of one's life. In this day one is called to live in it appropriately to do the work of today and not the work of tomorrow. We are called to be at peace in the stage and place of life that we have been put. We are called to do so because we have a divine Father who invites us, his children, to receive the day, our lives, as a gift to us on a moment-by-moment basis. The pagan lives worrying about tomorrow. He lives in fear. Thus he endures the working week by waiting for the weekend, and he has all his fun from Saturday to Sunday. He exhausts himself in his twenties and thirties, storing up wealth and influence for himself, perhaps becoming a partner in the firm, in order to retire and really start to live in the tomorrow of his fifties. Or she lives in the disappointment of the relationship she is now in, wishing she'd married someone different, always looking over her shoulder, at the person she could have been with. They live in the big city, always wishing they were in the country, fleeing in the four-by-four on a Friday evening to the coast where they can really have their life. All of these lives are living for tomorrow. They're living for a kind of time they do not actually inhabit now. They are living as if life were not a gift, but a commodity to be stored, saved, hoarded and maximised living as if life were threat. The undefended life is the life that is lived in the present. It is lived in the moment, and it is lived here and now, in this time and in this space. It is lived with trust that this day has been given to you as a gift, and that there is enough in it for you. Jesus is not teaching here that Christians should only ever have enough food in their cupboards for the next 24 hours. He's not teaching that Christians should eschew saving up money. He's not teaching financial negligence. Rather, he's saying, do what the Father is inviting you to do at this time of your life. Do this, and do not do anything else instead. Jim Elliot, a young missionary who lost his life to the cause, properly put it this way, wherever you are, be all there. Jesus is inviting us to find our pleasure, our happiness, 
our enjoyment in the place we are in here and now. For that is where God our Father is. And that is where God our Father will meet us and give us his life. We are to eschew the fantasy that life is over there or over here, doing this or doing that. That is the way of being in the world in fear. It robs us of all life. When we arrive there, we find that it too is empty, for the Father is not present with us. So I want to finish just by saying that as we draw near to the light of Christmas, let us contemplate the presence and absence of joy in our lives. Let us not be afraid of a journey into both sorrow and joy. Let us open ourselves to the possibility that life in the kingdom of God, here and now, is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Let us pray that we can go deeper, below the surface. That though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Moot Reflection. For more information on our events, resources and community, please go to www.moot.uk.net.